was looking at the stuff on the in the back of the of the book, you know, the special features that they have for like the bulletin board, the Valiant bulletin board. Yep. And you on your website site, you should have your uh, Evil John's pick hit of the month. <laughs> Uh, that's not a bad idea. And, and you should do a Nabro profile of a particular artist once a month or something. Yeah. Oh, hey, I forgot to mention it. this with the last book, but did you guys uh, realize Jorge Gonzalez, who wrote it, he was uh, – I think he might have started as a colorist, but I know he was at least an artist before that. That's what he was he doing. Was, yeah. On. yeah, he did art for, for EXO, yeah. Yeah, I forgot to mention that, but I thought that was interesting. It's interesting as you go deeper and deeper seeing these guys who start, you know, like you see guys who start out in Knob Row, then they start becoming a colorist with Knob Row, and then they, you know, they keep moving up the ranks. That's pretty cool. Like Kevin Van Hook? Yeah, like that guy. Yep. Oh, by the way, Martin, I also know that I haven't written an article in a while, but I have three drafts going, so. You're fine. I'm sorry. The only one that gets deadlines is Paul. Yeah, then I missed three of them and get yelled at her. <laughs> Where the hell's your your article? <laughs> Actually, I'm pretty sure I said, all right, buddy, no problem. Yeah, you were cool about it. God, I had a shitty week. Yeah, no kidding. Me too. But you got it over with, so that's good. Yeah. Let's move on. All okay. Right. Josh, hit it. Hey everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of Ivar's Longbox, the show where we read an issue of Classic Valiant and see if it still holds up today. This episode we'll be reading Shh, Secret Weapons number two. I'm Josh. I'm Martin. I'm Paul. And I think hey, it's a gatefold cover. Episode. It is an exciting episode. And you know it's going to be exciting because it's a gatefold cover. Yeah, it is. It's not gatefold, it's wraparound, damn it. Wraparound, that's what I meant to say. Wraparound, sorry. I said the wrong thing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm I'm a... Uh, <laughs> you know, now that you say that, were there actually zombies in this book? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there were. Yeah, there were. That's right. That's right. Never mind. Yeah, there were a ton of zombies in I this kid. book. I Shut up. Like the last episode, this book is... Ref- this cover is reflective of what happened in the story, at least a little bit. What yeah. year did this come out? Ninety and the ninety three. Ninety three and the ninety three. And the ninety three, so that's uh that's what, like about two years into Valiant? Yeah. 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 This was no you know, I read this not knowing where it fits in with it, you know, the the rest of uh the Valiant timeline, I guess, and that was definitely a little bit odd because you see a lot of people shoved together in this book. <laughs> Well, this is kind of like um, the unity of classic Valiant, at, at, at least at this point. Not uni- the unity of classic Valiant wasn't the unity classic Valiant. Listen, you know what I mean. <laughs> like the team unity, not the event unity. Um, I mean, you even got Livewire in here, Exos in here. Uh, yeah, and uh, strong- in here. I was kind of surprised to see Jeff still around and looking the same age. Man, I love Jeff's hair, too. <laughs> I had that haircut. Dude, that was like the shit back in the day. <laughs> and Eric looks giant. Did you know that Eric uh, – Eric, oh, jeez. Did you know that Livewire was uh, a redhead? 
Uh, I do now. With giant <laughs> shoulder pads? <laughs> uh, giant shoulder pads were great in the 90s, weren't they? Hey, don't forget her sparkly hair on this cover. I got to go back to the cover. Go to the oh, cover. yeah, she does. She, she's got the sparkles. It sparkles. So how many Marvel characters is she ripping off? <laughs> <laughs> like a dozen. Well, I like her because she's a redhead, and I was a redhead, so I like redheads. Hmm. Interesting. My wife's a redhead, so I'm a I'm a fan. <laughs> hmm. Who's going first? I'll go first. Okay. This uh, I thought this book was fun, um, because it has so many characters, and but they're all in here for like in a natural way. You know, not just thrown together for no reason that yeah. you can't totally understand. Uh, and I thought they interacted well with each other. Secret Weapons was kind of an interesting book because I think what they were trying to do is they were trying to take three kids in the Valiant Universe and like throw them in the craziest stuff and have, you know, the Eternal Warrior and Bloodshot and those kind of things show, you know, those characters show up every now and then, but you would follow these three kids. Uh, and I, I don't think it really worked for them because that, that format didn't last very long till they, till they switched it. But I, I liked it. I like, I like, I like Stronghold and, and Livewire, uh, especially Jeff. I think I might have said this before, but I think Jeff's a little whiny. Um, but that's okay. Uh, I think that this story is the origin um, – well, the first issue uh, is the origin of Dr. Eclipse, right? That's correct. Uh, as in, in that form, in the Dr. Eclipse form. And that that, that character is a, a huge uh, bad guy you know, going forward for Valiant. So this is a pretty important stuff. And the last page sets up something, a thread that they never picked back up on. So this could have been a really big moment for the Valiant Universe if they had kept going with that thread. So I'm not sure why they didn't. You know, I wish you would quit talking about the last page at the start of the episode. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but well, I, Don't I'll, have me go first. <laughs> I, yeah, well, yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Um, I want to come back to that last page. Okay. We, um, yeah, sure. You know, I don't – nobody – <clears throat> a lot of people disregard this book, and I'm not sure why, because I think from, from the books that we've read for this show, um, this might be probably my favorite. Um, and I'm sure I'll get some hate comments and mail um, for saying that, but this book makes sense to me. Um there's great action. There's great characters. The the dialogue's a little wonky at times, but you know we we kind of expect that going back to a 25 year old book, um, or I guess 20 year old book. Um, and same with some of the character designs. But the action the action's really cool, um, and the way that the story is structured, like you said, Josh, it makes sense to have all these guys be in this book together and be on this adventure together and 
none of them feels more important than the others. Um, obviously, Amanda and Stronghold and Jeff are like the three main characters for this series. And so maybe there's a couple panels where they kind of stand out a little bit more than everybody else. Um, but everybody gets kind of their their own space here. And they're all done very well to character. So, you know, Arik is very much Arik. Um, there's not a whole lot of Gilad, but, um, you know, when Shadow Man pops up, you know, that's the Shadow Man that everybody loves. Um, even if there's not a whole lot of him in this issue to develop. Um, and this book has Master Dark in it, who's the biggest badass ever. I love any book with Dark in it, and I can't wait for him to be used again in Valiant now. Uh, same with Eclipse. Eclipse is kind of like... So I don't know what it is about him. He kind of reminds me of like a like a Joker version of Solar. I don't know if that makes sense. Like a really powerful dude, but he cracks jokes while he's kicking your ass. He's just a psycho. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Like he's 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 not the funny Joker. He's he's the scary Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, there are there are moments with Eclipse where he's he's doing stuff where you know you're genuinely like. I'm not saying in this book, in particular, but there's times where you're just like, ah, how are how are the guys, how are your heroes going to get out of this situation? He's just too much, and uh, I think I think Dr. Eclipse is a great character. Mm. So getting his origin story, even though this is the second half of it, you really get it. And this is not the first appearance of Fred Bender either, because he was in Solar, yep. what, 12, um, 14? Something 14 like, or 15, 15, yeah. Yeah, something like that. So, um, but but in this form, I, he's a great villain, and and I agree, Dark is a great villain too. Yeah, Dark is awesome. I I was reading, I was gonna save it for the weekend to read the whole um, Doctor Mirage run, um, but I read the first issue last night, and then this morning I was up early enough where I went ahead and read the second issue, and he's just so badass in that book. And you get to see a lot of that here. Um, he's just kind of pure evil genius kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't actually – he doesn't do anything. He's just sitting there floating and meditating, and he just destroys Eclipse. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed this book. This This has definitely been one of my favorites of the ones that we've done. It's been one of my favorites – I just got a full run of this last week, uh, maybe week, two weeks ago. Um, I got a full run on eBay for like $8 plus shipping. So it was like 12 bucks, something, 15 bucks. I don't know. So I've kind of slowly been reading it. And uh, I was kind of glad that we were able to read this for the show. Because I think other than EXO, this might be at least the, the beginning stuff. Uh, some of my favorite earlier Valiant stuff. Paul, what would you think? I liked it. Um, one of the things that jumped out at me right away is I, I feel like it's uh, biting on Sandman a little bit. Uh, my first impression of uh, uh, Eclipse, um, he made me think of the Corinthian from the Sandman. Have you guys read Sandman? Yeah, probably about 20 years ago. That's ridiculous. You should read it again. <laughs> um, I've never read it. Really? I yeah, know. See, I know. <laughs> I know. Sandman was one of the first comics that I really loved. Um, I, I read uh, 
the Watchmen was the the first comic that I really gave a chance to because um, I was really into, heavy into reading literature, and as I was like, I'm not you know comics aren't for me. And then uh, I read Watchmen because um, it made Time Magazine's top 100 novels of the 20th century, like in the mix with literature. So yeah. I said, I'll you know I'll give that a shot, and I liked it a lot. So I wanted to read something else, but I didn't want to, I didn't want anything to do with superheroes. And I had a friend years before that was reading The Sandman, so I picked that up and I loved it. Read the whole series, um, yeah. And, and what you were saying about Eclipse too, where he's uh, he's just he's psychotic, but so so measured and exacting in how he does it, and he jokes, but in the way that just makes you more terrified. That's like uh, the Corinthian, uh, the Corinthian and Sandman. He was uh, like a nightmare construct of the Sandman. Uh, he wore sunglasses all the time, and when he took them off, he had mouths where his eyes were, and he would – like his thing was like eating people's eyes with his eye sockets basically. Mm-hmm. But he was just real sick and just real sadistic, and but it kind of had that you know just kind of like sick, happy demeanor the whole time. Eclipse really made me think of, of that, so that was one thing. And then uh, the page where you first see Dark and just the whole the, – the art around the sides and the page layout and stuff just made me think a lot of – uh, stuff that they did a lot in Sandman. Um, those were the only parts that really, I think, really made me feel that way. But I got a strong, strong vibe from those things. But overall, I liked, I liked the book a lot. It was, uh, you know, like Martin was saying, a lot of action, fitting a lot of people together, but pretty well. Um, it definitely feels like a, a '90s team up. This feels like reading, uh, uh, like '90s uh, X Men events to me more than reading <laughs> unity nowadays um but i did I, I liked it quite a bit well and to go back to your point i mean eclipse is literally the anti-solar right so he's got all the same abilities but his demeanor and his personality is complete opposite um so whereas solar is very calculating and smart eclipse is just nuts um so it's kind of two sides of the same coin you know, when you have ultimate power, what what really happens to you? You know, how does that shape you? And, you know, when he was just Fred Bender, he he was definitely not like this. Right. Yeah, he was a, he was he was still, you know, cuckoo. But, well, yeah, uh, but he didn't really have the the crazy powers to back it up yet. Yeah. And there's some. um so the the artist and the writer are the same in this book, yes? Yes, uh, Mr. Uh, St. Pierre. St. Pierre, yeah. yeah. Um, I really dig this Awesome guy. Yeah. He's an awesome guy. Oh, I met, met him? him I met him at a, a New York Comic Con. Nice. And uh, I had him sign my copy of Secret Weapons number one. I pulled it out, and he goes, oh, oh, I love signing these. I get to sign like one every couple of years. Somebody gives it to me. No he kidding. was just so excited. He was just so excited to sign it because it was one of his earlier things. And he he really liked it a lot because he got to write and draw it. So it was a big deal for him, a big, important book for him. So, Yeah, I was and, having it. Go ahead. Yeah, getting to hear his stories on, 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 on how he wrote it. He's just such a cool guy. I was having a, a similar conversation with someone on Facebook about uh, Bob Hall. Um, yeah, because, you know, Bob Hall, he he wrote and drew Shadow Man for forever. Yep. And you you don't really see a lot of that nowadays in comics, uh, maybe in like the independent stuff. 
you know, Matt Kent does my management pretty much by himself. But in terms of big publishers, the last one that I can remember writing and drawing uh, was uh, Tony Daniel in Batman. And, you know, even that, that's probably been five years now since that happened. And he didn't have giant runs like these guys did, you know, because, I mean, there's no way to keep up schedule-wise. Jeff Lemire did Sweet Tooth for a long time basically by himself, right? I know Matt Kent uh, did, like, some guest art in there, I think, and, you know, there might have been a little bit of other stuff like that. But, I mean, there's, like, I think, what, seven or eight trades of Sweet Tooth, and that's all him writing and drawing. Well, I mean, even that, that's an independent project. It's Vertigo. It's DC. Vertigo is not DC, buddy. Vertigo is DC. Vertigo is owned by DC. I understand what you're saying, but it's not the same. <laughs> it's not yeah, the I same, you know, mentality. Yeah. Um, it's allowed to be good. Yeah. And I mean, the both the, the writing and the art are great in this book. Um, I think my favorite panel is right at the beginning when um, Eclipse starts sucking all the uh, necromantic energy from that town. And he's just kind of floating up in the sky and everything's just black and white except for him. Yeah, that's a great panel. That's freaking awesome. That's a great page, you know. Um, there's very, there's very few pages where uh, you you have only two panels in here because you know it's a '90s book. Yep. Um, but when they when they do it, you know, it, it really draws your eye to it. So. You know what I didn't uh, like about this book is Stronghold. Um, I, I guess Livewire too, but. <clears throat> <laughs> his Sorry. his character design is so so stupid. Um, yeah, they're they're kind of some of the characters that really scream uh, '90s side characters in this book. Yeah, I mean he's got the the big goggles and like the half mask, uh, like Cyclops used to wear in the '90s. Yep. Um, and then the poofy vest. Yeah, did not enjoy that. Same with uh, Live Wires. Uh, attire it's very uh like prince or michael jackson again you know a sign of the times but definitely very dated whereas i think some of the other characters their character design has translated very well to modern times with very little change uh those two i mean obviously not you know Levar is pretty Those much two are completely different characters. Now, yeah, yeah. Oh, which is yeah. good. They should be. Right. Yeah. And I get even their power sets are different. You know, the only thing that's the same is the name. Um, and I think my favorite page is the first page with Dark in here. Again, he's just kind of floating, meditating. But it's it's such a good page. Like the framing around the panels. Um, it's just fantastic. It's it. It looks like something like a, like a church window. Yeah. The colors are just really bright, and just kind of it, it gives you the sense of of the the power kind of that that dark is playing with. It's just awesome. I I love dark. I want dark now so bad. It's so good. So um. A couple of notes for me. I uh, we have the uh, Shadow Man and Exo Man of War meeting 
for the first time in mm -hmm. this story, uh, which is kind of a big deal because they forget that they meet here and they have a real first meeting some other time, <laughs> which drove me crazy because, you know, it happened here. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the uh, in the Valiant, Valiant Bulletin Board at the end of the book, uh, we see Valiant getting their Publisher of the Year award, which is a really neat little article that they have mm -hmm. from Diamond. It's pretty cool. But uh, to me, the, the my favorite page is the last page. Can we talk about the last page now? Yes, we yes. can talk about the last page. So this is definitely setting up Mother God's Return. Yes. To me, that's what it feels like. And they never capitalized on that which is why? weird why yeah <laughs> right why uh, would they set that up yeah i mean and this this would be the perfect book with you know the the subject matter yeah and i guess this would be what what was this end of 93 right yeah so chaos effect was october 94 yeah so, I mean, this would have been perfect setup. You know, we were talking in the last episode about those overreaching arcs and, and, and plot points um, that kind of go throughout a book. Um, it would have made perfect sense here. It makes you wonder, like, if, if uh, St. Pierre had had an opportunity to do 12 issues on this book as opposed to the, you know, seven, I think that he got to do before it switched mm -hmm. and became something different maybe maybe that was his goal you know issue 12 first year of the book maybe that would have come back uh, yeah. i love the i love the art on the last page i love how it's kind of surreal and shadowy and even you know you get master dark on, on the last panel of that page and and you got his eyes glowing is this still St. Pierre on the last page? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, this is kind of like, um, I don't know, like Mike Allred maybe. Um, just a very, yeah. very simple style. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, really, it looks a lot like Madman. Um, and uh, the, 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 it's not that, the narration. Uh, the narration is very different than what has happened before as well uh, in this issue. Well, and... the narration, I think, comes from the end of Unity, right? Uh, well, I may need I think to go we... crack that. I think we, at the end of the Solar issue in Unity, the second, the second Solar issue in Unity, we see a very similar visual and narration. No spoilers now. I tried very carefully. <laughs> that was a very measured sentence you just said. Paul, I think there's like a statute of limitations on spoilers. Okay. And after 20 well, years. Only if you are unaware of the circumstances. <laughs> if you are both too well aware. I've suffered too long trying to pump out a Unity review a day. You need to crank them out, buddy. Um, no, this, this was cool. You know what this reminds me of? You know, Paul talked about Jeff Lemire and Sweet Tooth earlier. Um, it's that same kind of style. You yep. know, whenever Jeff does a book, there's always like two narratives going on. And yep. it also reflects in the art style. Um, and that's that's what we have here. 
Um, and I know Jeff read some of this stuff back then. I don't know if he read this book, but I'm sure at least he was partially influenced. Um, I know Matt Kent was definitely reading this stuff. Just as a side note, did you guys see uh, Matt Kent's project where he's uh, doing hardcover bindings of his old comics? Yeah, that's awesome. If you haven't seen that, go check out his tweets or his Facebook page. Um, he, he's got a bunch of stuff on there, and uh, he's collecting his old Valiant. He's got he, Black Flag, all kinds of stuff on there. It's really cool. That's one of the things I love about Ken is he's such a legitimate, genuine comic fan. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a, a picture showing all his uh, his long boxes the other day that he was digging up. Um, it was really good to see. So this book, does it hold up? I'm going to say hell yeah. 100% for me. Yeah, I think so. Sweet. Another book we love. Mike. But not just Mike. <laughs> not just Mike. Uh, what's the next book, buddy? Sure. Uh, next book will be Magnus Robot Fighter number 47. That see. That is Mag Magnus holding a robot head. Well, that doesn't tell me much. <laughs> Isn't that every single one? And he's like really sad. I'm trying my best to remember <laughs> the cover off the top of my head. Tell me if I got it right. <laughs> Hold on. I'm digging through this list. Uh, let's see. Now we've got Classic Valiant on the database. Uh, oh, that's exciting. Yeah. They're not all in there yet, but we're about halfway there. Uh, yes, you are correct. He is holding a robot head. And he has his shiny yellow armor. Mm. Very cool. I like this cover. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that goes. Because I have a... It's our first future book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Josh, it's that time yes, of sir. the show where you tell me where can I find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at I Want Valiant because that's what I want. Yeah, it is. And you can listen to my voice on another podcast called Valiant Effort, where we uh, review and discuss the trades huh. produced by VEI. Fascinating. Because yeah. you know what? You what? can find Paul and I in another podcast as well. Ooh. Yeah. It's called the Valiant Central Podcast. You may have heard of it. It can be found at this website called ValiantCentral.com. That is a great website. Isn't it? I go there every go there, so often. I go there every day. Do you? Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes I kind of live in for. there. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, Paul doesn't go there every day, but he also contributes to the site, and he's with me on the podcast. And Paul, you're also on Twitter. Yep, on Twitter at who's Paul. Oh, I'm on Twitter at Valiant Central. I forgot about that. Oh no, don't go there. Valiant underscore yeah, central. Valiant underscore central. Some guy. It's like a a video game league or something called Valiant Central. Anyways, <laughs> that's gonna be it for this episode. Until the next time, stay valiant. <laughs>